Hello everyone and welcome back to the T5V podcast. My name is Sai Goha. Thank you so much for joining us. Today I'm going to be joined by my co-host Saksham and Lakshya and we're going to be talking about how evaluation methods have changed this semester and how that has been impacting the lives of students and their mental health. So, you know what? Let's dive right in. So, anyway, I thought you know when i when i thought about this i thought there's going to be two angles to it first there's going to be assignments and group projects i mean as we all know it's much harder to conduct and proctor quizzes in mid semesters and end semesters this time around so many courses are using alternate methods of evaluation right like a greater volume of assignments group projects and such and such and this has definitely had a result on the load that students face a load which is potentially larger than what it would have been in an offline semester so to find out more about this we sent out a survey and we asked students what they thought about it yes and out of around the 500 respondents who in the survey which we conducted 87% reported being overwhelmed by the semester and just around 4% of them were able to follow a fixed routine and also students find themselves busy at home you know with helping out and doing other chores which takes up a significant chunk of their time so one of the respondents said i have a deadline almost every day from the past one month and added to this mini projects life is so hectic this is not the case even in a normal semester and if we are anyways having proctored exams why the increase in number of assignments yeah and this is a very uh very weird conundrum that students are in like there was a one response which uh, was an attempt at being jovial i guess where they said well everyone's asking for a detailed report or case study or portfolio in the place of a 2 hour essay i think they meant 3 hour essay for which we did one night of mugging this has been the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals and i think they had a point right we are probably going to get a proctored exam at the end of it and and yet we are doing so much more of assignments and group projects and obviously there's going to be multiple perspectives to this but it's a lot of stress yeah to alleviate this stress the institute did announce a five day break from the beginning of october while some of the students definitely appreciated it not all the students shared the same sentiments because many still had assignments and midterms and torn papers due during or right after that time yeah i mean in that when it is obviously important to note that there have been many faculty members who have been taking students concerns into account and adjusting so that they accommodate the needs of different students so that can't be discounted yet at the same time considering that there is an increasing possibility that the next semester is going to be online as well i think it's crucial that students representatives raise all these issues in the relevant fora and make sure that you know students concerns are raised with members of the faculty directly and they actually deal with these issues anyway that's one thing assignments and group projects the second thing to, important to talk about is end semester exams so first of all there have been there are still many exams from the last semester which are ending and now of late there have been many rumors circulating that these end semester exams could be conducted at these tcs ion centers across the country and once we heard of that we thought it's we'd also ask the students who fill out our survey whether they can make it to the centers closest to their homes what their thoughts are on this tcs ion centers 
so around 79% of the respondents said that it would be difficult to reach the closest TCA science center with many of them specifically commenting that the admin takes steps to avoid this and ensure that the exams are properly properly planned in this regard the SLC had also conducted a more extensive survey on this issue and we hope to hear the results of that soon here's what one of the respondents had to say about it to be frank my stress levels are infinity trying to balance the current sem and worried about previous sem exams nothing is fine insti is not making our lives any better at least don't make it worse by ill planning our exams also i noticed that many students responses to this form were a cry for help and they said as much yeah and they were very thankful that they could actually share their feelings on these issues so while we don't know if the administration will actually listen to this podcast we hope that you know they hear these concerns and when they are planning exams and the like they take everyone's scenarios into account also and i think this is we can this is one final thing we have to talk about we received a poem from one of our respondents and uh, i don't know i thought we could just read it out so saksham lakshya will you do the honors yeah i'm short of breath it's us to the deadline i walk to the terrace my faithful lifeline a sky full of stars some soothing cold play my heart slows down i hear i'm okay sitting on a rock i think about life the world simply passing by relieved i gaze above hoping that it never stops i walk back in down the stairs and in an instant the bubble pops into the whirlpool that never ends yeah so thanks to whoever that anonymous respondent was for sending us that poem anyway finally it's also important to note as we were mentioning that there have been many professors who have been taking students requests into account it's also important to note that they have also been affected by how things have changed this semester so in that spirit we thought that we'd get the perspective from a professor so we have reached out and we are speaking to professor jitin vagis a faculty of the chemical engineering department and he's going to be talking to us about how he's been handling courses this semester so we'll be right back with that so to talk more about how the institute is handling exams and courses this semester from a professor's perspective we have with us professor jitin very glad to have you on professor can you tell us a little bit about yourselves um thank you very much uh, so i'm jitan john vergis uh, i i am an assistant professor in the department of chemical engineering and uh, i joined iit madras in uh, october 2018 and uh, before joining iit madras uh, i was a postdoctoral research fellow in the cambridge center for advanced research and education in singapore i obtained a phd in chemical engineering from nanyang technological university singapore again and before my phd i was uh, um working in indian oil corporation uh in the nafta cracker uh, complex uh, which is one of the integrated petrochemical uh, and petroleum complexes of indian oil in uh, panipat in haryana okay so you now are in the department of chemistry right chemical engineering sorry you are in the department of chemical engineering so very glad to have you here so we for this episode we're actually talking about how exams are and courses are being held this semester and we thought we can't just present the students perspective we also definitely need the professors perspective as well so we're very happy you could join us 
So uh, thank you for having me. Yes. So the first question is, how many courses are you teaching this semester? I'm teaching one core course. Uh, this is a third year uh, chemical engineering core course. Uh, this is called Applications of Mass Transfer. Okay, and uh, no electives this semester. No electives this semester. Okay, and so, since it's a core course, is it safe to assume that there is a big class strength for this course? I have 91 students in this class, and that's typically around the class strength uh, that we have. It's uh, between 85 and 95 in the core yes, courses but... that we have. <clears throat> okay. Yes. So it is the average strength for a core course, but it's definitely not a class where you can have a lot of one-on-one -on -one interactions because there's 90 students. Yeah. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting thing to unpack. So um, the first question I have is, what model are you following for your classes? Do you, for example, have just live classes like how we normally do in the institute? Yeah. Or do you have some NPTEL or some recorded lectures that made available beforehand or some readings perhaps? No, I've been uh, doing it the conventional uh, class style. So I've been uh, doing live classes as per the regular slots. Uh, so the classes are recorded and the recordings are made available to the students, uh, along with uh, all of the <coughs> content which uh, I make. So that's also made available to the students. So the only difference being uh, the classes are recorded and that's uh, made available as a video for those of who could not uh, make it on time or if they had internet issues. So. Okay. And uh, do you have office hours and, and the like? Do you have specific office hours or are you just open in general? Do you just have people email you or message you when they need? Or how do you go about that? So I do not follow an office hours policy. I've been open to having students uh, mail me at any point of time. And if there is something that I can do, I would uh, <clears throat> ask them to email me so that I can set up a time with them. And then uh, we've been having sessions to clarify whatever doubts that they have. Uh, but for some reason, I mean, uh, the number of those kind of sessions that uh, have been requested for have been a lot lower than what I would actually have anticipated. I don't know if it is an online issue, but uh, maybe an in-class uh, experience would have been slightly different because you can always catch uh, catch me just outside of uh, class or maybe outside of my office. And here you'll have to send an email and then set up time. I don't know if that's a deterrent for a lot of students to uh, do this, but yes, okay. uh, I've been free and flexible in uh, for them to contact me at whenever they need. Okay, so so you're saying that it feels like the number of people approaching you is lesser than what it should be given the difficulty of the course or whatever. I feel so because uh, when I was teaching last semester, I've had a lot more of student interactions. Like I said, it could just be a physical uh, uh, classroom experience versus a virtual experience. I'm not able to comment on that. Okay. And um, other than that, uh, are there any particular issues you face in uh, getting, I mean, maybe getting content across or getting participation? Because I know for a fact that I attend classes and my participation in classes is considerably reduced in an online module. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so teaching online is quite uh, something which is, uh, uh, it's not been uh, very easy, at least to start with, <clears throat> uh, because I personally, uh, prefer to be in front of an audience and uh, use the physical space, uh, walk around, uh, talk to people with people uh, like in front of me. And uh, so one of the big things that I really miss about uh, a physical class is uh, the feedback that I kind of intrinsically get from the students in terms of their uh, visual cues, maybe like a nod or, or an approval or no, I don't understand kind of a look. 
uh, or even those verbal cues that sometimes uh, come up. Um, can you explain that again? Right. So those uh, kind of things, which are a lot more frequent in a physical classroom, I think because of a virtual setting right now, although in principle they exist, you can always uh, unmute a mic and ask that question. But I think there's a little bit of a either a hesitation or an inertia not to do that. So I think the participation has been uh, lower than what it is. And for me personally, uh, the absence of that feedback has been something which uh, has been uh, a little bit of a bothersome fact because I have absolutely no clue what's going on on the other side. I'm teaching my laptop screen. Yeah, that that must not be, uh, that must, that isn't fun for either parties involved. I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, and I, I mean, I don't think there is something that can immediately be done rather than just wait for the institute to reopen. Yes. But uh, along those lines, um, what is the evaluation pattern that you have chosen for your course this semester? Um, okay. So uh, that was another big, tough uh, decision uh, for me personally, as well as I think uh, for a majority of uh, the faculty members. Um, so when I think of evaluation, I think it serves a couple of purposes. One is uh, to assess what uh, the students understand and are able to synthesize and apply of the content. But at the same time, when you do it continuously, it is also an assessment for us to see how effective things have been and if there is some change that you need to make in the way you deal with things. So uh, one standard format for the core courses that has been going on for the department is to have a couple of quizzes on those uh, scheduled uh, times and then any other format that's uh, usually uh, maybe like one other format of uh, assessment along with the end semester. Now that uh, these quizzes are quite a challenge, um, so it was quite a difficult affair for us to come up with a pattern. Uh, eventually, I decided to go ahead with a 50-50 split of internal assessment and uh, the end semester. So I've tried to put in a mix of different uh, kinds of assessments so that a wide range of things are uh, covered. So my assessment plan <coughs> contains uh, assignments uh, which cover a certain percentage of the internal assessment. So there okay. are group activities and a presentation, which was one of the things that I did. And uh, I do have a daily uh, quick review uh, activity, maybe uh, MCQs or true or false kind of questions at the end of the class, which they have to do at home before the next class, which is just a review of whatever is the content that was dealt with in every class. So that also is one small part. And then I also did one online timed quiz pretty much in line with the same way a quiz would be conducted. So I did uh, all of these, uh, which would be part of the internal assessment and all of that has been completed. Now waiting for the uh, big one, the end semester, uh, right. which we have absolutely no clue about. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah, end semester, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, so, but back, uh, for now, back to the quiz. So did you, uh, was it a 60 minute quiz or a 90 minute quiz or was it a, did you give them an entire working day to finish it because there it was a 45 minute quiz. Uh, so a regular uh, 50 minutes slot uh, equivalent. So I did a 45 minute quiz uh, where they had to solve a few problems. Uh, it was conducted through Moodle and uh, it was done online with the help of TAs who coordinated a few groups of uh, students. So, oh, we, so it was live proctored. It was live proctored with uh, the students having turned on their videos. Okay. Unlike a regular class. And uh, yeah, 
and uh, they had to submit the answer scripts uh, that uh, they had as well so it was virtually recreating the quiz and uh, okay back to end semesters you you're saying that there is still no idea what's going to be done from the institute admin uh, that's the uh, next big question which i think is a, a headache both for uh, members of the faculty as well as uh, the students because uh, the institute as of now is evaluating different possibilities and we haven't had any clarity on which way it is uh, going so uh, until we get uh, go ahead or any form of instructions from the institute uh, we are also not able to plan on uh, this uh, activity so until we have that again there is no closure of the course uh, so yeah. although we finish teaching next week uh, i finish my teaching next week uh, because we started in august um, okay there is no closure on the course because uh, the end semester would not have been done and we don't know when it is and how it is yeah because this is the same even with courses from the even semester from jan to may 2020 after many courses which are still open yeah so that i think is a matter of stress both for uh, students as well as uh, members of the faculty i think so when you don't have closure i think it really bothers uh, everyone so it's not only the students who suffer at this but uh, i think we are also on the same side yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah we just uh, it becomes that it, there is no de- delineation between what is this semester and what is next which really happened between the even and odd because that was going on and then there was a short internship break and yeah. by the time came back they started the news yeah, so it's a little chaotic all around it is uh, i think uh, adapting to the chaos is something which uh, different people have been able to do, to do differently i think both for students as well as for uh, uh, teachers it has been uh, difficult and uh, for genuine reasons um, so one of the challenges that we have had is also this that uh, i think most of us teachers would have certain assumptions on how things are for students uh, so for an example that uh, we had uh, i mean i can talk about is uh, since the assessment has to be done almost everybody is giving assignments and home activities and uh, the third years uh, most of uh, my students are taking five to six courses and everyone is getting on a daily or a weekly basis uh, assignments from each of these courses so of course this came to uh, they brought this up uh, with me uh, quite late into the course and uh, by the time uh, i mean most of the damage was probably already done right in terms of what uh, most of us have given uh, so it is a problem for both us we have to find some way of doing this but then we also have to be sensitive to the fact that the students are also getting overloaded with these uh, and uh, that kind of a sensitization uh, is which is something which uh, i think we are trying to work towards so that uh, we are sensitive towards the uh, issues that students are facing and uh, most of us uh, teachers have been adjusting some way or the other to uh, these requirements and genuine requests okay uh, one last question before we wrap up actually a couple of questions so uh, along the lines of end semester is there any uh, inclination about whether the jan to may 2021 will be open for students or is there uh, no idea about that again we're not very sure so i don't want to uh, speculate um, okay so until we get uh, clear instructions from the institute which uh, i would believe would also be based on instructions from both the state and the uh, central uh, Uh, governments and the different ministries involved so uh, i'm not very sure uh, but i think uh, both students and teachers should be 
be prepared to go either which ways so okay yeah. and uh, i think the last question is uh, how have you been able to keep up with your uh, your work your your research during this time um, because that's another aspect you'd have to absolutely uh, i think i'm a little uh, fortunate in that aspect that uh, most of the work or rather almost all of the work that we do in my research group is computational okay um so thankfully uh, all of my students have although they have gone back home and not returned even now uh, they are con- continuing their research uh, from home uh, because they are able to run their simulations uh, remotely so uh, in terms of research only one of uh, my uh, students i mean rather a post doctoral fellow who uh, does experiments has been affected for the rest of them uh, they have not been so that that way i think uh, my research group has been fortunate compared to many of my colleagues okay that's that's good to know yeah uh thanks a lot for coming on and giving us this completely this new different perspective because i don't think the students know that professors are also facing a lot of the issues that we are facing in a different in a different sense yeah absolutely so, i think in times like these when there is crisis uh, uh, one of the things that can make things uh, great is that uh, both of us try to understand both parties try to understand each other's position and be sensitive to uh, each other's position so uh, the unreasonable demands from either sides or uh, the expectations of either sides uh, need to be uh, kind of mellowed down toned down a bit and i think uh, that's something which uh, can be worked out together so that bit is yeah. something which i would say is uh, needed in times like these uh, when there is crisis definitely so thanks once again for coming on it was great to have you thank you so much thank you for having me thank you thank you professor jitin bye bye okay bye that's our show thank you so much for tuning in over the next fortnight we will be making an attempt to welcome the new batch of freshers to the institute in a virtual fashion however that is going to be so do stay tuned for that do subscribe to us on your podcasting app of choice before we end for the day in the survey that we sent out we asked people to send in any audio clip that they would like to have featured on the podcast regarding the whole exams and assignment scenario or anything in general and we got this very interesting entry a song of sorts from one of our anonymous respondents so we thought that you should listen to it it's a petition of sorts if you will so do check it out it's going to come right after this and anyway stay safe wear a mask and wash your hands bye bye mujhe aane do mujhe aane do oh dear oh dost mujhe aane do mujhe aane do
वापस आने दो मुझे आने दो